Yes, it is that time once again in the week. Time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's good to be with you. And today we are wrapping up our Armor of God uh, series. And it's been a good time going through these different pieces of armor. And today's piece of armor uh, is one that, uh, depending on who's speaking on the armor of God, Sometimes is included as a piece of armor, and sometimes isn't. I believe, through my reading of the, of the, the armor of God, that this is indeed a piece of the armor, um, and that is prayer. After all the armor is listed in the passage where the armor of God is talked about, it says, and having, it talks about praying always mm-hmm. as a part of this. And so we're going to look at prayer as one of our offensive weapons in the armor of God. Remember, last time we were in the armor of God, we talked about the sword of the Spirit being one offensive weapon, and this is the second one. Before we dig in, let's go to Adam for the quote of the day. This comes from uh, Mr. George Muller here. He says, I pray hours every day, but I live in the spirit of prayer. I pray as I walk and when I lie down and when I arise, and the answers are always coming. And this is convicting to me because Paul does say, pray without ceasing. So I think we do need to be in a spirit of prayer. This idea that we can just cry out to God at any time, that it doesn't have to be a formalized prayer time. Now, that doesn't mean that formalized prayer times aren't good. And I think we do need to spend more time. There's another quote where I think it was Martin Luther said, I can't get done everything I need to get done unless I spend at least three hours a day in prayer. Now, for most of us in our busy lives, we we say, well, if I can get 10 minutes of prayer before I head off to work in the morning, um, especially uh, for those that work early in the morning, they're like, if I can get that much, then I'm winning. But I think we'll see as we dig into today's topic that there's a lot to be gleaned from having a vibrant prayer life. Um, and the first point I want to make is that prayer brings salvation. It says in Romans 10, um, verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then prayer eases worry. Uh, well, actually, I'm, I'm going to go back to prayer brings salvation. I don't mean to whip through this. Um, because, really, that's the first prayer that God hears someone pray. Mm-hmm. Is when they make the decision to follow him and they ask him for salvation. That establishes the connection for all the prayers to come Um, because there's a lot of people that make prayers of desperation, um, but they're not necessarily heartfelt, meaningful prayers, and they don't really mean anything unless you have the connection. You know, it's like your toaster in the morning when you put your toast in and you um, push the button and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're waiting, and nothing happens. And then you you scratch your head, and then you walk over, and you find that what? That the plug <laughs> is not in the outlet. Yes. Or maybe it's maybe it's your computer, although there's probably a little bit less of that since we have laptop computers that don't really need cords all the time. But, but whatever the case may be, you need to be plugged into a power source in order to get the power that's needed and prayer is definitely a power source and in order to initially get plugged into prayer you have to pray 
the prayer of salvation. And then the second thing is prayer eases worry. Uh, Paul said in Philippians 4, 6, Be careful for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And so again, that's Philippians 4, verse 6. Um, and basically what it's talking about is actually what it means by be careful there is, is being anxious. We can worry uh, easily about what's happening in our lives, but God says to bring it all before him, um, ask him for answers and he will give them. Um, and be thankful. You know, I think sometimes we, we miss the point of needing to be thankful for what God has already done. When mm-hmm. we dwell in, on what he hasn't done for us so that we think he should, then we get much farther down than we really need to be. And so it's very important for us to be thankful and give him our requests and leave them in his hands and and be happy with whatever answers he gives. You know, he says yes, no, or wait. The good thing about him is there is no maybe with him. This is true. He's a pretty definitive God mm-hmm. with whom we have to do. So I'm very happy about that. Although it is kind of ironic when you think about the word maybe, because usually you can tell whether it's yes or no in the context in which it's used. Um, for example, um, I know in our house, my mom will say, uh, did you wash the dishes to one of my sisters? And if they say maybe, there's a good chance that it didn't happen. <laughs> um, but then there's other times when you say maybe and the the, the indication is clear that it's a yes. Mm-hmm. But it's very rarely actually maybe. So that's kind of an interesting uh, thing that I have noticed in my own life anyway. But that's that's kind of an aside. Um, but before we go on, do you have any thoughts on these first couple points? Yes, especially on the prayer eases worry. I think that's such a great reminder because I it's so easy to get sometimes wrapped up in what's going on in the moment, whatever it may be that maybe might make you anxious or kind of nervous or frustrated. And sometimes you get so wrapped up in that, it's like, oh, duh, I forgot I could just bring it to him and just pray. Like, I don't know if you've ever had those moments, Andrew, where you're like, I should have done that, but I, I didn't. It's good to get this reminder that that's always available. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, God is those party lines that used to exist back in the 60s. You can always pick it up and use it whenever whenever you want, and multiple people can too. So it's it's really good to think about that in those hardest of hardest moments instead of trying to figure it out yourself or trying to focus on how to maybe fix it or whatever it may be. Just bring it to God first. Uh, absolutely. And our next thought is prayer is powerful. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. James 5.16 And so we see here that God wants to hear our prayers. He wants to answer our prayers. And if we are in a right relationship with him, they can have a powerful impact. In that same passage, um, the writer, James, makes mention of Elijah and how he prayed. I'm not sure if it was Elijah or Elisha. You'll have to look it up. But he prayed for it to not rain in Israel. And it didn't rain for the space of three years. And then he prayed for it to rain in Israel, and it rained again. 
Now, he did this in accordance to the will of God, because God told him to pray that it wouldn't rain. But the point that I was making in the passage is he's just a normal human being like you or I. But when he was in line with God, God used him powerfully, and he can do the same for us. Another thing is prayer is a command. It says um, in Colossians, Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. And um, it's very important for us to make prayer a regular part of what we do, not just an add-on, not just something that maybe we do, but something that we do and make it emphatic because it is a command. Paul says, continue in prayer. And then prayer gives direction. If any of you lack wisdom... Let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given to him. James 1.8 And this one is very uh, important as well. When we don't know what direction to go, God wants us to reach out to him and get direction from him as to what we should do. And he's not going to withhold wisdom from us. Um, I think sometimes we don't want wisdom, as much as we think we do, because it's not going to fall in line with what what our thinking is at the point. Yeah. Um, but when we truthfully want wisdom, he will impart it to us. And he will always lead us in the best path for us. And then prayer brings us before the throne of God. How amazing is it that we can be in the presence of Almighty God who created the earth, and we can have... Um, access to him um, just by by a prayer. This is Hebrews four fourteen to 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And so, because of our salvation, which we mentioned earlier, we have access to the very throne room of God to bring our requests before him. And um, Jesus uh, is that bridge. He was the perfect sacrifice um, to allow us to attain righteousness through him so that we can be before a holy God and he can be about helping us to make it through this life because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So if you have not placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, my hope is that you will today so that you can start to tap in to the resources that are in this armor um, that we've talked about all summer long. Because without uh, salvation through Jesus Christ, none of this armor is going to do you any good. You have to be plugged into the power source. Uh, do you have any thoughts on these last few um, things that we've discussed? Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, like kind of like a quote of the day said where uh, it was George Mueller was talking about how he kind of has a lifestyle of prayer instead of just uh, take a moment to pray and then call it good for the day or something. Making prayer a lifestyle is so important. And it's, it's a good reminder, too. 
because it's it's just easy to forget those things. I know I keep going back to that, but it just is when daily life gets so wild and crazy, it's like, why am I forgetting to do this? So uh, if anything, reminder-wise from this podcast you can bring it is to remember how important prayer is and to not just make it something in your life, but to make it a lifestyle. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us for this series. Uh, as I said, if you contact me, um, I will be more than willing uh, to make this available to you on a CD for a small uh, donation of your choice. Um, if you want to download it free from my website, you are more than willing, more than uh, welcome to do that. However, please keep in mind that your donations help me to continue what I am doing uh, with the uh, Speaking for Him podcast and other aspects of the ministry. So just to throw that out there, um, I hope to be available to you in this podcast and in other ways for many weeks to come. But for now, I want to say have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. This is Andrew Gomison, the host of the Speaking for Him podcast, speaking on behalf of my executive producer and co-host Adam McNutt, saying to you, have a great weekend.